It's the UEFA Champions League on Paramount Plus. Europe's top club soccer tournament. Champions versus champions. The best teams facing off in the knockout rounds. Magnificent! And it all takes place. While you're filling out financial reports at work. In the middle of your day, in the middle of your week. So use that second screen. Call in sick. Do whatever you gotta do to tune in Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Nobody watches the UEFA Champions League like us. Stream every match live exclusively on Paramount Plus. It's Fitz, and if you don't know who I am, here's a quick bio. I'm a veteran sports journalist who writes, does TV, radio, and is a longtime podcaster. Also, I have stage four prostate cancer, so during the initial stages of the COVID-19 outbreak, my doctors advised me to stay at home. But now, a little more than a year later, I'm fully vaccinated and I've rejoined society. But I'm still continuing this podcast when I'm calling the many friends, athletes, coaches, and colleagues who I've met throughout my 30 years in this industry. Plus, this year, I'm going to be calling some people and making new friends. Oh, and I'm hitting the record button. Welcome to my life and the Life of Fitz podcast. Matt Hall and I go way back, all the way back to the early 2000s when I hired him at Powercat Illustrated and GoPowerCat.com. He moved on to Rivals.com as a national recruiting analyst. He left that and came back to Kansas to get into retail and have a more traditional type job and work for Target. And eventually he moved back to Manhattan to be the general manager of the Dick's Sporting Goods. Everything was fine with Matt and I. We were on good terms. He visited in the office every once in a while. And then we had a falling out, and it was a really unfortunate falling out. Matt decided to help out the new Rivals.com site when I switched networks to 24-7 Sports. And unfortunately, it didn't stick with me very well that I found out through a third party and not from Matt. Well, it got ugly, and a lot of people know how ugly it got, and I still have some friends that are pretty bitter about some of the things that happened during the ensuing couple years. Matt became the managing editor eventually of Kansas State Online, the rival site, and then suddenly it all went south. I'll let Matt describe exactly what happened to him over the course of the past year, but it was a really, really scary situation. He lost his job, whether he quit or was fired, doesn't really matter at this point. He packed up and moved to Las Vegas and started all over. Now he's back in Newton, and as soon as he fell on hard times, everything that happened between us seemed unimportant. Matt and I talked on a quite regular basis while he was struggling to find his way, and we've got a lot to talk about, so let's call Matt Hall in Newton, Kansas. Hello. Matthew Dale, how are you doing? Man, I'm, I'm good. I'm excited to talk to you. Like, this is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, you know. Um, how are you doing? Well, in the realm of things I thought I'd be doing with my career... Uh, doing yeah. a video about a teenage boy doing a TikTok <laughs> didn't really fall into my expectations. Let's say six months ago, not twenty years yeah. ago, six months ago. But here yeah. I am. It go, it's going, it's evolving pretty fast, huh? It's I mean, kind of weird, man. Like, I, I mean, I'll say, like, I don't get that stuff either. I don't. I mean, I, I know I've been on there defending it this morning, but I don't have TikTok. You know, like, I don't. 
you know, I don't, I don't do that stuff, but yeah, it just, the, you know, uh, it's stuff just moving fast these days. That's you know? what I, that's exactly what I said in my video. I, I'm glad I joined TikTok recently so I have a better grasp of what's going on here because it's got it's so foreign to people who aren't on TikTok. Right. Right. And this right. isn't the TikTok I see. They the algorithm puts you into groups of like-minded or like, you know, things that right. you'll enjoy. So I'm not on teenage lip-syncing dancing TikTok. Thank God. Right. I don't know. I mean, maybe that you've been, now you've been exposed to it and you, you know, maybe Maybe tomorrow you look at it again, and, and who knows? Maybe four or five months from now, you and Jake Rubley can learn the lyrics and do it together. You know, that's the and, key: learn the lyrics. <laughs> I mean, that was the first thing that my my, my eye went to. Is like, man, what's going on with him? You know, like, I mean, on on one hand, you know, it's good that he's trying, and there was his team. But man, you got to, you know, <laughs> it's like I don't know if you saw, uh, you know, uh, Tua Tunga Vailoa the other day talking about how he doesn't really know the playbook or whatever. You know. Okay. And it's like it's like Rubley saying, I don't really know the playbook, but I'm going to try anyway. So on one hand, I respect it, but but yeah, you got to learn that stuff. I feel like. Well, um, enough of that. I yeah, probably. I, it, but it, it just yeah. sums up how what a strange world in which we live. And folks, it's only going to get more like this. There's only there's going to be a lot more issues and things that pop up. Yep. And um, the context of it is this young man, Shane Porter, has. Nearly 1 million followers on TikTok. So apparently what he does works. And and I'll say this. Now, if I'm looking at bias too, and I've, I've said this some places, it's not a huge secret. Um, I, uh, the Porters have some relation to my family, actually. Um, uh, my, you know, uh, well, it's part of what we're talking about. I'm, I'm divorced, but I have a really good relationship with my ex-wife and, of course, my son, Red, and, and uh, my son, you know, is related to them by the Porters. And they've been great to us, you know, by marriage and stuff. So. Um, maybe I'm biased towards them, but also realizing that makes me wonder if he couldn't help me out financially some, if I ask. Um, <laughs> maybe he includes you in the TikTok videos. Well, that's all I need is tagged in it or something and, and just get a percent. Yeah, like, uh, well, you can promote your, your card sales on his TikTok. See, it's there's so if people if people are too afraid to accept these things, they're missing. Uh, and then I get it, like I said too, I don't even have it, but we're missing opportunities, you know. Well, another thing you have in common with the Porter family is his father Mark was the first guest of the second season of the Life of Fitz podcast, and now you're on it. So, congratulations. well, see, look at that. Just it's a lot of a lot of uh, oh parallels between us and those guys. Exactly. I guess. So much to cover, Matt Hall. Uh, it's yeah. been a uh, weird, I don't know how many months you want to say it was, 15 but mm. or so, yeah. but uh, you just came off your one year, I don't even yep. know how to describe it. Gap I don't either. Yeah. Whatever. Yep. But you're a free man now, so we fought, we waited a long time to do this, but here we are. First yeah, of all, let's start off, uh, how are you doing? Because I know a lot huh. of people have been worried about you. Yeah, shoot. Um, you know what? I, I'm doing... Uh, so much better. Now there is a chance I'm, a, I'm, you know, there is a chance at some point in this podcast, I'll get emotional and cry. Cause I do that sometimes now, <laughs> but even if I do that, I would tell anybody listening or anybody I could talk to, um, how, how, how much better things have gotten for me. And, um, shoot, you know, yeah, the last, I don't know what, what is this June, uh, July right now? I mean, yeah, the last 14 months for me have been the, the worst 14 months of my life by, you know, a margin, Similar to like how much K State, you know, would beat, beat KU by in like 19 or 2002. I think it was 64 nothing. It's been bad, but 
Um, it's taught me a lot and a lot of people, including you and a million I could name have been great to me and really uh, showed me who they were. And as we sit here today, I could tell you that, um, I, uh, I feel as good as I have since before all this happened. And, and, uh, I just feel confident about my life and myself going forward. And I, I couldn't have said that to you a few months ago and especially not six months ago, but, um, I just appreciate it so much. And, and I, and I wouldn't lie to you. Um, but it's going really well. Thank you. Good, 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 good. Um, and we didn't talk about boundaries for this podcast. So if, if we, no, well, if I go somewhere, you don't want to go, just say so. And yeah, no. And, and I even to myself, I, I'll probably overshare. I mean, so I fall, I fall that way more often, but yeah. And if, and if we do, I'll just, I'll say, I, I can't or whatever, but, um, but I'll, I'll probably more apt to overshare than to undershare. So yeah, I appreciate that that's, though. That's something we have in common right there. Yep. Um, yep. let's wind back the clock. What happened? What, what you had a yeah. dispute with your employer, uh, and yeah. it just blew up and really unraveled. Yeah. You know, I mean, and I, I even go a, a month before that, you know, maybe not even a month, but I mean, but I'll, I'll tell the story and it, it's, I don't know. I hope people learn from her or whatnot, but I had a, I had a tear in uh, my right lat and I went to the doctor and they gave me oral steroids for it. And within, I think three days I was, I was manic um, for the first and only time in my life. And over the next 30 days, I lost everything. Some of it, some of it, well, some of it may be uh, fair or valid. I don't know. Some of it not. Um, in my mind, probably if I'm being real, and I'm a, usually a, a relatively accountable person, I don't. I don't know that any of it was necessarily warranted, but it happened. And part of that, yeah, including me losing my job or, or you know, changing careers and, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, uh, and um, so yeah, uh, I kind of had to move on from that and and been trying to figure out how to adjust to. I mean, all, so many, so many life changes at once, you know, everything I knew, including, you know, my, my career that I loved and what didn't exist anymore. And the, the last therapist that I spoke with who really helped me told me that I had to go through the process of, uh, she worded as mourning my own death. And, um, I think that's what I did oh. for the last year. Um, and I think it was a great description. Um, she said, not many people stay alive, but have literally lost everything that mattered to them. And, um, but, uh, you go through that and, and uh, I don't know. I think it makes you uh, understand some things that matter, and, and maybe makes you a little bit tougher. And and I miss my job, and I, and I miss my you know uh, my family and stuff. But um, it's just not the same as it was. And I'm just fortunate to be in a different place. Well, we go way back. You work for me <clears throat> in college, and and back in oh yeah, back in oh three. I think that's when I started. Those yeah. were fun times, weren't they? They were. They were. Um, yep. You went out into the world. Actually, you went to work for Rivals for a while and yeah. had a round of layoffs that you got pinched in. And yep. uh, you ended up in retail with Target and then yep. Dick's here in Manhattan. You came exactly. back. Um, and then I left Rivals. It opened up something at Rivals, and you became part of that team. And right. we were we were at each other's throat for a while. And 100%. Yeah. And I feel bad about it. Um, it got yep. ugly. Yep. Uh, and I've learned, of course, as you know, I've had life experiences between the start of that and now where we're at, and it's changed me. Um, but uh, if I owe you an apology, I certainly apologize. Yeah, well, I, I appreciate that, and I can be clear. I, I definitely owe you one, um, and I and I apologize. I think the thing that I learned from from maybe maybe our interactions or some other things I've felt about people in the last year or, or so is like um, – and I think you'll get this. Maybe the more deep down you kind of like somebody or love somebody or or think you were, you know, something. And, and don't 
don't take this the wrong way. I was, uh, I'm not pointing a finger. I was every bit as responsible, if not more. But I think it, you get more uh, agitated or hurt or aggressive sometimes when it's somebody that, you know, you never thought this would happen with or whatever. Right. And, and I was definitely that person and it didn't feel good. And, and you and I even had some talks during the time. There was instances where I, I really wanted to kind of bury that, you know, and for whatever reason I, I didn't, you know, um, and that's on me. I, I mean, I, I own that and that's my decision, but I, I didn't like it. And, um, I'm glad, you know, I'm, I'm, it's easier and I'm happy it's over. Well, it's amazing that, uh, it took something like this, uh, f- to bring us back together and yeah. people were a little confused because sure. uh, they, they didn't know, hold on, Matt and Fitz are talking what's going on, but you reached out right. to me. I reached out to you. Um, I put none of that old shit mattered at that point. I wanted to put it aside right. and I was worried about you because dude, Thank when you. I, when I got you on the phone, when we talked, I don't know how often we talked, we talked every couple days when you yep. were going through this <clears throat> and, uh, I, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a right. psychologist, but I could tell Matt Hall yeah. was in a total manic state. You were talking a yep. million miles an hour. Your brain was hopping around. Uh, yep. You were up. You were down. It was uh, it was a little scary on my end, and I can't imagine no being in the middle of the storm like you were. Um, but uh, you you left your job or you were fired, depending on how we sure. want to look at this. Um, and you went to Las Vegas. Now, right. I would like to point out that uh, it wasn't a sound move on your part, but it was a right. move uh, I endorsed because I would probably do the same thing in the same situation. I'm going to Vegas. You know, what you was know, that it was, about? It was – it's a great – I mean – the, the thing about it is, and I got to preface it with this, I was manic. I was making irresponsible decisions. And anything I'm about to say is not to suggest my ideas were good because they, they were not. <laughs> but yeah, I, and, and I remember the funny thing about the whole period is I, I have a lot of memory of a lot of things. Uh, I say most of it. And there's some I hear that like, I just don't remember at all. But I, I remember our conversations. I remember where I was for a lot of them, you know, I mean, on the road for most of them. Um, and uh, but long story short, here's why I did it. Um, you know, I was with I was with Target before, like you said. Unfortunately, I was I was good at that job and I left it in very good standing. And, you know, I was talking to my, you know, my, my ex-wife, who's a great person and a great mother. Um, and we were talking it's like, hey, if, you know, if I'm going to do something else. Yeah, I mean, and, and should I should I go somewhere else? You know, again, not a decision I would have made with a, a sound mind, I don't think. But I remember telling myself, and I probably told you this too, it's like, well, if I'm going to go somewhere uh, away from my son, um, uh, the cheapest place to fly back and forth is, is Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And and Target at the time said, Matt, we'll take you wherever you want. Where do you want to go? And I said, Las Vegas. So, I mean, I, I moved out there, um, interviewed a bunch of times. I mean, as a formality, I thought. I passed them all and and got to the end of the process. And, and then they, I was going to be an H, a human resources manager at a store in Las Vegas. And it was all good. And then, and I'm not saying this to, to criticize Target. Uh, they have been great to me. And I even worked there as an associate after it fell through. Um, um, but they, they, they couldn't. They couldn't carry a heavy, you know, I mean, they would have had to carry me as an extra at a store. Um, they didn't have a spot, but they were going to do it because they thought it was worth doing. Um, then they got essentially a direction. They couldn't do it. I, being manic, had already moved out there and already had an apartment and um, was just in a tough spot. You know, I, I lived 
I lived for two weeks at the MGM Grand, and I lived for a week at the Suncoast Casino, and then I uh, moved to an apartment, and uh, I did some, I mean, fortunately, I never did anything that I would be ashamed of, and but probably uh, was, was way too generous out there, and it caused me a lot of trouble, but um, at some point, you know, I, I think I was out there, got there late May, and, and by early July, I, I literally, you know, started sleeping again, and at that point, I, I lost my manic state and kind of realized where I was. And, and what was going on. And uh, then, you know, try to try to get on the path to get back, you know, close to my son, but I'm not going to lie. There was definitely fun times and the stories that I could tell you and, and people that well, they do their things hilarious or terrifying, but um, it was interesting. And it's something I'll always, I guess, look back at. And, and even though I wish it didn't all happen, it is life experience that for better or worse, a lot of people aren't going to be able to say they had, I guess. Yeah. I mean, uh... Putting aside your career, uh, your marriage came apart. Your son now lives yeah. with your ex-wife. It, that's got to be just painful. Right. I mean, it, it used to be it, it used to be exceedingly painful, and, and it still is. But um, you know, I'm just I, you know, my son's. Uh, you know, it's been an. I was a single father for a, a period of time, so I'm pretty close to him. But. Um, I'm just lucky that, you know, uh, uh, he has a great mother and, um, and, and I, unfortunately, I, I mean, I live two hours away. I live in Newton. Um, so I live two hours away from him, but uh, as, as this summer has gone on, I probably am not exaggerated to say I have him 40% of the time or so. Um, and, uh, I think something that I was really fortunate about was even when I was manic, um, I spoke to him every day. Um, and so uh, I've been really fortunate to keep to keep that. And so then that kind of kept me going through the times when I didn't want to keep going. And then now that I'm through those times, um, uh, I'm just so fortunate to have him. And he's so fortunate to have a good, a good mom that it's that it's, it's really not so bad. And to explain why you're in Newton, um, that is where your parents are now. You grew up in what? Correct. Canton or Galva? Where'd you grow up? Uh, Galva. I actually lived in actually lived in Canton for one year for first grade, and then I'm joking. If there's any Canton Galva people listening, this is a joke. But Canton's a trashy one of those two, so <laughs> we had to get back. You know, we had to get back to Galva where it's classy. And um, but yeah, mostly mostly Galva. Um, and yeah, my parents are in Newton. Um, they've been here about ten years or so, and I, I moved with my. I don't need more. I live alone, but I moved with my parents. I'm now the 39, 38 year old at the time. Person who'd been relatively successful, you know. I think. Um, and I was living with my parents after, you know, losing everything. And I, I had to fall bankruptcy and lost my house and I had, I, mean, I had nothing. And, um, so that's what brought me here to Newton, but, um, uh, it's gotten better since. And, uh, I've, I've come to, there's, there's things about Newton that are good. You know, I mean, I miss Manhattan a ton, but it's not, it's not so bad here. So, but you're feeling a lot better, right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, my, my goodness. Like I know, uh, I actually had a talk today with my, um, it was the first time in like four months this morning before this, I, I, I spoke with my, not therapist, I guess my medical provider. And, um, uh, it, it just went, it went great. And I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I'm pretty close to saying I'm a hundred percent. I mean, uh, I, I don't, I don't, I'm just not emotional about that. I mean, I'm, I'm on the, uh, to some extent, but I don't get emotionally hurt when I think about, you know, what happened anymore. And, um, and, uh, I, I, I stay really active. I mean, six months ago, man, like I didn't want to do anything. I mean, nothing. And now, I mean, 
I mean, I mean, that's not, it's not quite, it's not manic version of me, but I mean, I stay pretty busy from probably, probably six in the morning till midnight, you know, every day. Um, and, uh, and that's, that's good for me. And, um, and I think I, I there's some things I, I, I still miss. I want to get better, but I can, I would tell, I would tell somebody I'm happy and I would be telling the truth. The whole process had to be so painful though, because during the process you lost people, that you considered friends and allies yeah. and people yep. that you had helped and, um, yep. and those relationships and all, I don't mean to put words in your mouth or they seem right. to be permanently damaged. Maybe they're not, yep. we weren't, maybe they can be rescued, but, uh, that's just gotta be difficult because not only did you lose so much near and dear to you, family and job, but kind of your support system went away too. all the people around you seemed to disappear and that's just frightening man, you've got it. I mean, exactly. And, um, yeah, the people that I spent all my time with, you know, um, and gave so much to, uh, yeah, they're just, they're out of my life. And, um, for the most part still are, um, and I don't necessarily understand it, but, uh, it's not my concern anymore. And, but you're right. It was, I mean, there's no more, you know, lonely feeling than being in, in Las Vegas, 22 hours away with nobody. And then also, like you said, the people that you always kind of counted on, they're not there anymore either. Um, so shoot i mean yeah it's as bad as it sounds and i'm not trying to you know be a sob story because i've had a a very good life and i have a good life now but it was it was terrible i mean um it was it was unbearable and um i would never would never ever wish it on anybody but i'm just really happy to be to be through it you know one of the lessons that i i wrestle with and and try to get through and try to understand and i think now post-cancer i'm better at it is bitterness is kind of the 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 bad tooth we in your about mouth, this. yeah, and yeah. and you 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 came to, you just kind of if you've got a bad tooth you poke at it you poke at it you remind yourself that this hurts this hurts you, and you can't kind of let it go and right. and and get it fixed and that's that's what bitterness does to you you just kind of keep picking at it and man it's hard to let those things go it's hard to get on the other side of it and say you know what I'm done being bitter it's just I'm I'm right. It's not good for me. I'm not endorsing anyone else and what they've done right. and how they've acted, but I, I'm, I need to be healthy. And, man, that's right. hard to do. It's really hard to do. Yeah, when, especially – and I think, you know, you, for example, and you put me in this group. I mean, people people have wronged you. I mean, like, I'm not trying to – you know, or everybody gets wronged. I'm not trying to, you know, separate you or me as being special because we're not. But, like – um, but yeah, at some point you have to realize that bitterness is just hurting you. And then from even a more selfish like perspective, and sometimes I like to think I'm a good person, but I am honest about like how it doesn't do anything. It doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if I'm just saying I'm a good person and I'm trying to not be bitter at somebody, I think that's true. But if I'm bitter at you, it's not going to make you act the way I want to act. You know what I'm saying? Like, so even it's, it's just, there's nothing to be gained from it. And, um, and I don't, I think if you put me on a lie detector and, and, and through some names and, and say, are you bitter? I think I could say no. And I think I'd pass. Um, there's definitely times where I feel that way, but uh, for the most part, I, I feel the same as you and that stuff. It's, it's just, yeah, it, it was certainly holding me back and uh, it was up to me, you know, to, to not let it. And, and I'm well to be accountable to that stuff. And it was, it was my job and my fault for feeling that way. And I had to fix it. And on top of all that, um, a lot of people go through what you went through, but they do it more privately. Yeah, In our profession, yep. we're, we're visible. We have social media presence. A lot of people know us. And when things aren't good, um, it's very public. And yep. some people get 
an enjoyment about reminding you that you're having a bad time. It's weird. To to read the things that were said about me on message boards during that time um, was very hard. And, um, and shoot, I mean, to people that I thought I never had done anything to, you know, um, uh, uh, I mean, we all say something. I mean, I'm just saying, like, uh, it's this, I don't know, um, to see my mental health disgusting on social media and on message boards and on so many places um, was really tough. It's weird. And, and yeah, like, um, yeah. And um, it probably didn't help with the process. But, uh, hey, I mean, it's it's something that I knew when I when I even though you and I've talked about this, I, I don't really like that part of that job. Um, but it's something I knew when I got into it. And um, and uh, is it unfair? I don't know. Um, it's probably unfair. That I paid a bunch of money to, to watch K-State go to the lead eight, you know, or to watch <laughs> K-State play in a bowl game. So that's probably unfair, too. So um, it, it probably evens out. And, and that's how that's how it goes. Yeah, it's so strange. And, you know, I've been doing this for God way too long. I've been doing this since before social media, uh, right? which is weird to think about. But um, <clears throat> to have people you've never met or if you have, it was just in passing and you don't remember them, but they remember you and they've come to some judgment about you. And sure. now they're going to go on a platform like Twitter or a message board and trash you. And you're like, who are you? It's a weird, right. weird existence. And, and like people bitter about interactions and you're like, I don't think I've ever had an interaction like this. And then you're wondering, was that me? I mean, it's just, a, right. it's hard to explain when a, someone that is a complete stranger is taking shots at you, like your best friends. And you're like, I have no idea who you are. Right. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's very strange. And, and this will, I hope this doesn't come off the wrong way. Cause God, I, I appreciate, I'll talk for hours, about all the support, but even the flip side of it, somewhat, you know, I'm talking about somewhat difficult in that time too. Like I got so many DMS and I, and I, I mean it, I mean that I say thank you to all, all those people, but I was even tough. The DMS like asking what's wrong with you. Are you okay? You know, like, I mean, they were loving and they were caring, but again, people I didn't know. And it just reminded me how many people know, you know what I mean? That something's wrong with me. And right. even, even if I didn't, you know what I mean? Like, um, and, uh, so both sides of it are unique for sure. Um, but, uh, th- you know, there's a lot of good from it too, but, but boy, I wish, I mean, I, I, we can talk about this forever too. I just wish whether it was message boards or Twitter or anything that it didn't seem like it'd be a race to be the most critical about something or the meanest about something to be the coolest or to be the smartest or to have the highest expectations. And to be fair, not everyone's like that. There's people who are on your side or the other side or on Twitter or listen to this show who aren't like that. So I don't mean to paint everyone with that brush, but boy, I'll say this. I don't, you know, I don't have to really answer to, you know, a website right now, you know, for what I say, like if you're that person, who thinks you've got to have the highest expectations and get the maddest when K-State loses or the maddest when a kid goes somewhere else or, or tell everybody how unacceptable something is. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I just, you're allowed to have an opinion. You're allowed to be mad about things. But I guess I would just challenge you if you're listening to this, like, does that make you feel good? And does that help anything? And if it does, keep doing it, Um, I guess. But if you if you can't admit to yourself that talking about the bitterness you're talking about earlier, if you are being honest with yourself and say, "Do I am I happy doing this?" and does it make the situation better? And if the answer is no to both, stop doing it. You know, it's no one's going to make fun of you for being a positive fan. And if they do, oh oh no, you know what I mean? Like who cares? Yeah. Um. So that's my I guess thoughts on that. But 
Um, I'm not saying don't be mad. I'm not saying don't criticize the coach. I'm not saying don't criticize the play call. I'm not, you know, that's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying if, if your first thing uh, is to talk about how embarrassed you are that you, you, a team of, of 18 to 20 year old kids just lost a game and how you're personally embarrassed about it as a 60 year old adult, I would question, I would question your priorities. Well said, well said. Hey, it's Fitz. Let's hit the pause button right here and take a little break. The chilling new original docuseries on Paramount+. Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. She's a can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and $15,000 a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Let's move over to some more enjoyable topics. Yeah. yeah. You have joined GoPowerCat.com. Welcome to the I have. Yep. Kind of weird. People freaked out. Yep. Yep. But I was excited about it, you know, and, and I wondered, so, I mean, I've been on there for, you know, depending on this, I've been on there for just a couple of days and, um, I've been anxious, quite honestly, when I see a response to me or I see a, a username that I recognize from, you know, my old site or, or, uh, as I think I perceive as not liking me or that kind of thing. I keep, I keep waiting to see the post that says, Hey man, uh, get out of here, you know, and I would get it, you know, like I would understand and, um, it hasn't happened. You know what I mean? And every response that I've seen has been, has been the opposite. And, um, that's really cool, you know? And, and, um, uh, you know, like, uh, yeah, I've done this. I mean, I, I've, I've yeah, shoot five years, I think five, I was with you. Oh, three, Oh, four, Oh, five, Oh, six, I guess. Oh, seven. The last game we I did with you was at Auburn. Was that Oh, seven or Oh, eight. God, I, Either way. Seven, wasn't it? I don't know. So five years, so like five years with you, then another three at, you know, at the arrivals again, um, so eight years, you know, so that stuff matters to me. And, um, and it's a, again, you talk about things that are taken away from you. How much time fits do you spend on your message board? You know, like, um, to, and I couldn't do that, you know, even as a hobby, like I couldn't do that, um, anywhere. And so like, um, it's nice to be able to, and, uh, that was another piece of things, just you, little things taken away from you, but it's been nice to be back on that. And I know there'll be a day when someone tells me that I'm dumb, you know, and that kind of thing, and that'll be fine. But it's been really rewarding to see the opposite from, um, um, people who had reason to, uh, not want me to be there or to not appreciate the way I've been in the past in their opinion. So it's been really nice. One of the things we worked really hard at when we started up the new site, moved over to 24 seven was a healthy environment, healthier environment on the message board. And I think right. we've accomplished that. And, and unfortunately one of the ramifications of that is less traffic because you don't have a bunch of people arguing with each other 
through right. memes and gifs, but uh, it also makes it in a more enjoyable experience because you can go on there in state of opinion, and you got to go you got to go way out there to get ripped on our message board. Let's put it that way. You got to really try because right. people are usually pretty welcoming. And okay, well, I disagree with you, but here's my opinion, and right. and I'm I'm really proud of that. Uh, it's not good for traffic. That's the sad reality of our business is that yeah. sometimes the things that are unhealthy, like message board, uh, toxic message board environments where people are bickering back and forth, that's great for traffic. And yeah, it doesn't do it, it does numbers, right? I yeah. mean, like, and and I'll be, and I, I can say this, uh, I I hate that stuff too, and I can say with a ton of confidence and faith that I never wanted that to be on our site. And that's not how I am. Um, and I never would have allowed that or wanted that to be done on purpose to, to drive numbers. But the reality is, go- I mean, I'm not trying to be political. I'm not, I mean, you and me, have, I think share similar kind of whether what I'm not going to get into that topic, but go watch, <laughs> the news. go, go watch, go watch the news. Right. I mean, if it's on for an hour, how much of it is, is, Hey, this, this guy went and bought groceries for somebody today. You don't, you know what I mean? Or no one wants to see that. Right. I mean, I mean, I do, but no one's going to show that. Cause it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything, you know? And, um, yeah, for whatever reason. And that's, I guess that's the point I was making earlier. Like it's, it's just really cool to be the most, you know, the most snarky or the smartest or have the most knowledge to put somebody down and, Ah, yeah, it's, cool. it's, it's, it's unnecessary. Not cool. And I hope people that seek a healthier environment will come on over because I think we do cool stuff. Um, but enough of that. Let's let's talk about K-State sports because you haven't been able to do that. Yeah. That's weird. Correct. Man. That's weird. And, and it, it is. And it's been a weird year for me, meaning like I, I mean, I haven't really – you know, I haven't really followed it. Now, there's stuff I could talk about, but like basketball in particular, like, um, and, 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 you know, we talked about that too. Like, but I was pretty close to a lot of, and still, man, to be fair, they've been, uh, there's a lot of coaches and we talked about this too. There's a lot of coaches that I would praise, you know, publicly, but I, I'm just who great. To, um, point is though, like, I don't know. I, I couldn't really watch basketball. Um, I probably got too close to that program and I didn't really want to watch it, you know, when I wasn't there. And so I basically ignored that. And the full think of what games I really watched. You know, when I was in Vegas, I watched with Al Jones, and uh, he was not thrilled with that result. Um, uh, I remember that day uh, pretty well. Uh, you know, I saw the Oklahoma game. I saw the game. Got in a fight on Twitter with uh, Tim Brando that day. Um, he he about, likes to fight uh, on Twitter. He sure does. Yeah. He sh- I mean, I mean, I tell you what, I mean, he goes to the point, as you can tell, like, he, and he wasn't tagging these posts. This guy's sitting up in there in the box searching for his name on Twitter to fight with people. You that's know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which is fast. I mean, that's you know, fascinating, but I, I saw enough to where we and I have some thoughts. The reality is from a time you and me or people like us, like I could have told you everything. Now I'm like, I don't even know if I can tell you what K-State's record was last year. You know what I mean? Like if I really think they fight and, six four and seven or something four like and six, yeah. um yeah four i mean i didn't look at it exactly so like i that, that's where i kind of am with it you know i mean um but i don't want to be in the way i would rather be more into it again by the way uh you picked a great year to take off k-state sports that i think so that was it worked out well for you you may not know that but it is probably the worst combined sports year across the board for k-state in uh, maybe history maybe post-World War II history. It was not good, and fans are restless, but this football season 
feels like springtime. It feels like renewal. It feels like an opportunity yep. for something really cool. Are you just going to be a guy watching games on TV because you're not going to be in the press box? And, and let's clarify, right. we've talked about you joining the site, maybe eventually doing something, but we there's nothing formal between us in terms of what uh, nope. what we might end up doing here. And yeah, that's exactly true and transparent and you know for me i think i'll go to the first game hope i, I think fortunately i'll go with al jones to that game in dallas oh, cool. um yeah. and, and watch that um uh he's been somebody and i know you know him better than i do i mean um he's been great to me uh way above and beyond so i'll go to that and and uh, i mean i don't work weekends you know like um at least you know as of now so um i'll get to see a lot and i, I mean, thought to myself hey man you you can be this change you want to talk about. Not that it's, it's I'm not trying to be the guy, but I I'll be on Twitter who won't say the critical stuff and and hopefully I can just have fun watching it and say positive things and not just rail on the negative the whole time. And maybe other people will see that and say, hey, that's okay. You know, he can be disappointed they lost or that they called this or that. But um, I'm excited about being if that's the case, just being a fan for it. Um and uh, I've been watching it from that perspective for a while. Um because uh I do love K State, you know. I mean, like there's, uh, and uh, but you get taught not to, and not, not not that you don't like them, but you don't react, you know, in the press box. You don't really, you know, do that kind of stuff. And so, if this year uh, I just didn't watch it as a fan, uh, it'd probably be healthy for me if that's the case. Al Jones is a special guy. We're, we're fraternity brothers. He played. He was a walk on at K State and was part of the foundation and. Now lives in Las Vegas, has a really cool career. He's worked in modeling yeah. and music, and now he's moved on to other things. But um, he he reached out to you in Vegas, and you guys really connected, didn't you? Yeah. Um, yeah, he, you know, and, I, and I'm not going to get – and I think, you know, I'm, I'm not going to you know get into specifics, but Al Jones and a lot of the guys really appreciate, you know, some of my messages that I stood for and do stand for, and, and they noticed that. And, uh, yeah, when I got out there, I didn't know him, you know I mean? At all. And, and he invited me to his place and, uh, you know, other, who else is out there? Gosh, I feel so bad for getting the name. The assistant AD at UNLV. Is it Eric Harper? Is that? Yeah. Um, Harper. Yep. Yeah. Um, over there and, uh, we, I mean, uh, you know, Michael Smith, Andre Coleman, those kind of guys over the, just all that group, you know, and, and, um, but it was mo- mostly him, you know, Al Jones, and the time that he spent with me, and that uh, just consistently trying to pull me things when he knew it wasn't going well. Um, he's just, yeah, unique person, and um, we, I talk too much about the people that I lost or the people who ignored me. There's more. He's one of them, you know, who 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 came into my life. So I, I should, I really should focus more on that. And I mean, uh, I'm nothing but thankful to him, and think he'll be a friend for the rest of my life. When you go through stuff, you come out the other side with. A new team, you know? Yep, yep. And that's well, – I've told people that with my cancer and, and probably applies to what you've gone through is yeah. number step number one when you run into something this life-changing is pick your team, whether it's medical yeah. or friendship and all the people yeah. that aren't a healthy member of your team, just get rid of them. Just yep. be done with them. Uh, and it's hard if it's been a long time acquaintance or someone that was important to you. But if they're not making you better in the moment, if they're not supporting you in times of trouble, you don't need them, man. You just you don't yeah. need them. And, and picking your team is the number one step to winning a battle. That's so true. You're the GM. You get to pick your coach, which, you know, would be a doctor. Yep. You get to pick your who's in your starting lineup, which would be family and friends and other medical people. And 
and just cut people loose. It's hard to do, man. It's really hard. I think something that helped me was, I think I'd said a, a couple, a month or two ago, I wrote myself a little note to tell me to stop, stop investing emotionally in people who, who have proven they don't feel the same way about me, you know, and, and, um, and then they're not going to. And I think that was part of picking my team medically was huge. You know, uh, I got misdiagnosed as, as being bipolar by the first um, physician I saw. And, um, um, they put me on some medications that were very, very bad for me. And I was very fortunate to get a second doctor who, who did some found a way well more or less her opinion was there's no way i was bipolar um to have my first manic episode off oral steroids at 38 and uh so she adjusted my medication to see if i was bipolar and, and kind of test it out and she figured out i wasn't and once they took me off the medication used to keep me from you know being i guess bipolar i got i got better so it is all about picking and you medically too it is all about picking picking your team and then my family was great to me and there's been a bunch of friends who have been, but yeah, it's the same as the sport or whatever. And, um, but for a long time, you know, I was trying to do that alone and, um, that wasn't successful either, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You, it's, it's hard. You, you just, it's, it's so difficult to go through things and doing it publicly. It's, it's such a strange world. Yeah. Uh, but you're going to go to some football. You're going to watch some football on TV. Um, and hopefully share lots of opinions on yeah. the Bass Station. And, I will, yeah. And uh, I'm really excited to see what this is like for you because you had transitioned your life back into the realm of K-State sports, and then now you're back out. And um, for all we say about it, it is really cool, man. You get to get, like you said, you get paid yep. to go to the lead eight. You get paid to go to big football games. It's it's a cool way, and and. It can be an addiction, too. Um, no doubt. No and, doubt. Uh, transitioning out of it, uh, you were forced to do it last year, but now you're going to be, I, th- I think, more conscious of it this year. And I'll, Right. I hope you handle it well, brother. <laughs> well, me too. I mean, we'll see, you know, I mean, for sure. And um, it's going to be it's going to be fascinating uh, you know, to see how it does go. But to say I'm looking forward to it all, it, it truly is an understatement. And like, again, to anybody who's listening to this, like, I'm not just saying it. If I wasn't doing well, I'd tell you. And um it's just nice to be excited about that and to look forward to it and, and see if, you know, if all those real attractive young dancing kids can, you know, can transition to the football field somehow, you know? Hey, you know what? We're never going to do a TikTok video of us lip syncing. I'm just going to put the rules down uh, right here. Never. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you say that, I know, but as soon as you say it, it almost makes me think that we, now that my goal is like at some point that we have to, like, you know, but, I'll, but it's going to take some time. Like I'm not, cause it's too fresh in your mind right now, but there'll be a time, you know, a couple of few years from now, maybe TikTok's gone and it's something else, but I'll, 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 you know, I'll do it and kind of lure you into it and then say, Hey, remember on your show three years ago when you said we'd never do that right. here, here it is. Here we are. So yeah, here we are. And, and for as much as we talk about, you know, we got so many followers on Twitter, Sure, a kid who, uh, you know, is now, I don't know what he is 19, uh, yeah. but he was in high school, had almost a million followers. Like a, it was like a million followers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we're, and we're taking shots at it. I mean, again, people are entitled to their opinions, but he has a million followers, like good for him. You know, imagine how much attention he gets. I mean, I, yeah, good for him. I mean that. So, but I, I can't imagine the, the weight of that, these kids that have that kind of, I guess that's true public, yeah. because, you know, we talk about trolls and you know, they're, they're probably all up in his business on TikTok all the time. And, you know, he's probably handling this really well right now. He's probably laughing yeah. this all off, um, which is Maybe something I'm not always good them, at. Right. 
Right. Well, but maybe it's different. Maybe you're not because we're all products of what we've been brought up in, you know, and, and you had no exposure to, uh, to anonymous people being critical of you until you were what, 30 years old, you know, 35, whatever. And these kids, my kid, you know, he's, I mean, I'm not, I, listen, I'm not the biggest fan of social media in the world. I'm not here to praise it or say that kids should be on it. Um, but, I, but they're used to it. You know, my kid for better or worse has random people on Xbox telling me sucks, you know, and he laughs it off when I see it, you know what I mean? So, um, for better or worse, they are perhaps a little bit more well-equipped to deal with some of that stuff than perhaps you or I am. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, I know. I always tell people, you know, when I got into this business, uh, you know, we were we didn't even have Pads Nation. We weren't laying out newspapers on computers. We were, you know, it's like using covered wagon technology to yeah. get out a newspaper. Uh, and certainly as a newspaper guy, when I was in my 20s, you didn't go – to the local radio station to do a segment that was unheard of. And when I did it, I had to answer questions for why I was helping the competition. So we've evolved through uh, this whole process where media members now cross platform and do TV and, and all those things. And then social media opens up as a newspaper guy. I never thought I would be this visible. You know, I thought people would know me for my little column mug in the newspaper yep. and that would yep. be my life. And some people would recognize me and talk about sports. And But now, it, we, it just everything's out there. Every, everything's out there for the world to see. And uh, it kind of goes with the business. It's You almost have to have a social media presence to do this. It's expected of you, it yeah. seems like. Yeah, yeah. And, and in fact, I've gotten to the point now, if I, if I would change careers, I probably would back out of a lot of social media and say, you know what, this isn't necessarily healthy because I'm recognizing that now. Yep. Um, yep. And you, you started to step into it, uh, but you wanted to steer out of politics, but we are so hostile right now in our society. Oh my gosh. It's rooted yeah. in politics, but it's really yes. come back on everything. Well, I disagree with you. So I hope you die. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's come to that almost. I think I hear the term, you know, tribalism. I don't know if I'm using it right, yeah. but throwing around, throwing around some, and that's what it has become. Like, um, and again, exceptions to everything, but but yeah, for the most part, you're an R or you're a D, you know, or you're uh, or you're you know whatever it is. And if and if and if you identify as as one party or one group or the other, you know, everything about the other one is wrong, and they're bad people, and you don't care about their well being. Right. And and again, not not everyone's like that, but it's become really cool, you know, to be like that, and. Um, it's it's uh, upsetting, and it's just not uh, – for somebody who doesn't really identify with either side, it's particularly frustrating, you know, um, but it's just wild to me. It really, really is, and I, I don't I don't like it, but, um, but it's up to, you know, as dumb as it sounds, like it's up to anybody, you know, who, who doesn't like the way it is to act in a manner that represents, you know, the change you'd want to see. And then um, deal with any criticism that comes from it and hopefully it'll impact things. And maybe my way is not right. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, but um, I wish some things were different for sure. Well, it's probably not changing anytime soon, unfortunately. Right. Um, man, you just sound so much better. Thank you. You just sound uh, – you, you were talking a million – words a minute before oh i know and uh your brain was hopping around now you've got a clarity and a, a calmness to you that uh reminds me of old matt thank you uh, yeah but uh i texted a friend i think yesterday he texted me he said hey man i think you're better right and i said yeah I'm, i said i'm dale again and he said that's what it is you know and and uh, that's my middle name you said it at the start mm-hmm. but yeah people have jokingly called me that when i'm in a good mood or being or being funny and and i do feel like as, as much as possible that i'm the same person i was 
the, 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 the circumstances of my life are, are completely different, but at the core of me, I'm the same person I was a year and a half ago, probably just a little bit tougher for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Build up scar tissue, man. Oh, my goodness. Yes, sir. Yeah. Build up scar tissue. Brother, I love yeah. you, man. I'm glad you're doing better. Yep. Uh, I can say I sincerely love you, too. And this isn't an act. You know, people who hear this or whatever, uh, this guy was calling me. Anderson calls me at 4 in the morning when I was in the hospital in Wamigo. You know, Tim Fitzgerald was. So, um, yeah, this is real. And he was helpful the whole time. And I really appreciate it. Yeah, I I, I know. it. Going into dark places, um, and I've been there. Uh, you know, I have. I suffered depression and things like that, too. And it's it's hard to deal with. I mean, you, you just... You don't know how to deal with it. You just feel like your right. world's caving in around you. So anyone that sticks a hand out, it, it counts. Yeah. It counts. Yep. Absolutely. Take care, brother, and uh, get up to when you you come up to see Red. Let me know, and we'll go grab. Absolutely. Lunch. I'd love to buy Red lunch too. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, I I just appreciate you, and I and I I mean, I'll say I wish you the best, but I'll talk to you more. You know, and I'll see you on your site and. Um, and yeah, man, if, if, I mean, here's something I'll say about it is if you subscribe to the other one, I, something I kind of want to, you can subscribe to both. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not even going to say, I'm not even going to say, you know, you're allowed to subscribe to both. Like, I mean, uh, that's just my thought, you know. Uh, well, but in, in the reality of things is the two sides approach things differently. Correct. Yeah. Yep, I, I mean, think so. I can say with sincerity, I have not looked at that site. Uh, since June of last year. I mean, so I don't know what it's like now, but it was, yeah, they were different. And I think, I think that was somewhat intentional, you know? Oh, no. um, yeah. I remember sitting in a press conference with you and you were typing up as I think it was, oh, I know what you're talking about. Time, yeah. Typing up stuff and doing your quick reactions. And, I'm and you like, praised me for it. I'm like, yeah. dude, that's brilliant. And I, I yep. stole it this year. We're, yeah. I don't do it immediately, but I, I take a transcript from a press conference and do what I call um, afterthoughts. And I add yeah. my thoughts to what the coach said. And it's, it's cool content. People like it. Yeah. Well, and I but, stole but it to from your you. credit, you, well, I, I, I stealing what I mean, that is a steal, steal shamelessly or whatever. Like I steal stuff all the time from people and, and um, I jokingly told someone on Twitter I was stealing something about the way they sold cards. And, and if, yeah, if you see them, it's a good idea, especially if you're going to praise the person like you did to me, even at a time when we were disagreeing a lot, then heck yeah, go do it yourself. And and um, it's okay that, yeah, to, you know, take some things from that site that you like and they could, you know, and, and make them similar. But yeah, I just would always tell anybody who's listening to this if you don't subscribe to it, you know, it's your money, do what you want, but you don't got to pick one or the other, you know. Right. Um, you can support any business you want. And, um, you should, if you want to, in my opinion. Awesome. That was a good little ad to finish with. I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, I, I wrote that down. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, brother. Good to talk to you, man. Yep. Hey, thank you so much, man. We'll talk to you here real soon. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Well, Matt's doing so much better. I can't even tell you how manic he was. I mean, he literally was. When you talk to him, he was going a million miles an hour, and he couldn't keep his thoughts straight. It was just kind of a scattered mess, and you just tried to work him through that. But he's doing much better. Uh, he'll be back in Manhattan, I imagine, eventually. As I mentioned, his son, Red, is still here, and it's getting better for Matt. But once your life falls apart, picking up all the pieces is really difficult, and I will help him as much as I can with that process. 
And guys, remember, you need some help too. Maybe some help detecting prostate cancer. Get your PSA scored. Go to your doctor. Say, hey, doc, I'm 45 or older. It's time to get my PSA scored to get a baseline score so I know I am ahead of prostate cancer. We'll have a great guest again next week, and I'll talk to you then. I appreciate you listening. Take care, everyone. Baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.